to walk me through. All right, welcome to Unmasked Podcast. Brandon and Sarah here with Sean Roadhouse, a blue belt Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, a Judo yeah. practitioner, a Tai Chi practitioner. You wrestled in high school. Mm-hmm. Yes, what sir. What the hell else? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, a little bit of everything since 2009. Um, I've had some injuries that took me out for a while, but I will do anything and everything anyone wants to try out with me. I've done a little bit of karate. I've gone to a couple taekwondo classes. Um, I've been in a boxing gym. Uh, <laughs> Step foot in one boxing gym. In one boxing gym. <laughs> it's it's just fun. I walked in. I walked right out. I, <laughs> I was in the atmosphere. <laughs> Very nice. cool. Okay, so yeah, because I know you from Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yes, sir. Um, we used to beat the hell out of each other in wrestling class. Mm-hmm. That was always fun. Um, so what uh, what led you to Tai Chi? Well, uh, I was doing... Uh, Tim Hittinger is my Tai Chi coach, and we were just doing open wrestling rounds, like takedown rounds, and he had no wrestling experience, and he took me down five times, and I took him down zero. And it was just magic. It's like, how did you take my back and then just whip me to the ground and he said tai chi i said can i cuss oh yeah. fuck oh, yes fuck. okay <laughs> and i said fuck you you're full of shit he's like no for real tai chi and i'm like no absolutely not he said why don't you come to my house let's try some tai chi i was like well you beat me up so why not Hell that, yeah. that's it <laughs> i mean it worked <laughs> yeah I, I i've trained with him a few times yeah he's hard to fucking handle i definitely shit. think when like the first thing that I think of when I think of Tai Chi is just, like, a bunch of really beautiful montages of people doing, like, different poses on beaches. And that's all I, I think have. I think of the, like, the 90-pound-year-old, not 90-pound-year-old, the 90-pound Asian woman, like, just waving her hands around. Because that's yeah. all you ever see. Like, like, it seems so peaceful, but I, I really know nothing about it. So I'm glad to have you, have you here. And so what would be... What are some things that you could tell someone that it is? I mean, what is it, I guess? Well, that that is the issue, is <laughs> in the popular Tai Chi community, it is that simple waving around. They okay. learn how to wave around. They don't actually learn the, the principles from 200, 300 years ago okay. when it was an actual war art. And they don't train against uh, anyone that practices rough. Okay. So they keep it safe. and. Wow. There's a lot more to it than that. So they, they train katas and don't touch each other. <laughs> they might touch each other, but they're certainly not applying force. I gotcha. Okay. So it's... How do you practice? You know? Right, yeah. exactly. How do you, how do you learn anything? How do you know what it's like in a real, a real fight? Well, and that's the issue. Uh, so a mugger comes up to you and you go, Wusa! Oh no! I'm being dominated. I'm on the ground. I might die. <laughs> I know exactly what this is. I'm going to back away now. <laughs> No, motherfucker's gonna be like, no, just give me your wallet, dude. Fucking idiot, come on. Like, it didn't work, coach. What do I do? <laughs> I got stabbed three times, coach, but I used the chi ball. What was that about? <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I, I know, like, um, back when I broke my shoulder, uh, Tim and I got to do, like, uh, one handed uh, push hand techniques or whatever, mm-hmm. which is really interesting because, like, you don't realize, like, especially trying to fight, like, a very small circle like that, mm-hmm. how, like, because the idea was like, if people that obviously probably no one knows, uh, you're in a circle trying to push each other out of it essentially. It's, it's almost like sumo, but not 400, 500 pound guys bouncing into each other. It's sophisticated like, sumo is okay. how I would refer to it. That sounds, hashtag sophisticated sumo. That sounds awesome. Yeah. 
It's not sumo with a tie, though. That yeah. is not. That was one of the stipulations. I told him I was not putting on the diaper. <laughs> Almost canceled. But, <laughs> but yeah, that was interesting because I didn't realize how hard that kind of thing was. Like, I remember one time I did one of the classes with you guys, and like the form and stuff is a little... It's just different because I'm, I'm a Muay Thai guy, so it's way different than Muay Thai. I, I hated the form, and I didn't want to do the form, but I had faith because I got beat up. Yeah. That was about it. <laughs> Clearly, it's effective. Yeah, that was another thing too. Like, I I don't have any wrestling, but like that's all I had learned was wrestling. You said Tim and didn't know any wrestling, so like, yeah, it was a big, it's kind of a big wham. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, and and I would say, look at Leodo Machida versus Randy Couture. He does a rollback that which is in Tai Chi, but it's also in Sumo, which he is trained in. For the little guys, big guys, you you think they just charge? Yeah. But they also they have rollback. Um, also, the body lock takedown that he does. Okay, yeah. There are a lot of things in that first round between him and Randy, where he's defending those uh, those superior wrestling skills, deflecting right off into the cage. I would recommend that you watch round yeah. one. Leo Leodo was the versus shit. Randy. Like, <laughs> he was he was the shit back in the day. He used to. He put people out quite a bit. Um, Surprised people because yeah. they're wrestlers, you know. Well, and he was different too because he did a lot of like <clears throat> uncliche like karate stuff yeah. that people were like, "What the fuck? Like this isn't supposed to work anymore." Yeah. <laughs> and he made it work. Yeah. Um, How long have you been practicing tai chi? Oh man, um, two th- it has to be two thousand fifteen fall. Okay. So we're coming up on a few years, a lot of hours. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How many like did you do? Just like a lot of classes, or what? Is it just one? How many did you? The issue again is that there aren't that many competent practitioners, okay. and there certainly aren't that many high level coaches. So a lot of times I would go over to Tim's, we would sip some tea, and we would be on his wood floor, mind you, throwing each other around. Ouch. You know, <laughs> I don't like getting thrown on mats. <laughs> the fun part is you don't land on your butt that often, so you might throw a guy, but then you catch him. You say, "Oh, I've off balanced you. I've already beaten you." That's it's not right. that dog fight that wrestling is. Yeah, that's true. So, how is it scored? As and how if you were to do a tai chi match, I don't even know if that is a thing. A push hands match. Okay, so how would it be scored then? Very subjectively. Oh. Okay. Um, if you. In fixed step, it's simply making them move their foot. Okay. So your two feet are planted, and if you take the balance off and they move their foot, typically that's going to be a point. Um, in a push hands competition that's free step, which is a, basically all I do, um, it's basically you have to put them on their butt. But anything that's not the flat of their foot that touches the mat is a problem. And if you take them out of the ring... So it's just like sumo. It's very similar to sumo. Okay. So was it ever on like, like as I imagine like a pillar really high in the air and like only one man wins and only one man walks off of the pillar. You know? Oh, I'd love that. There is a sport like that in China too. Oh, where dope. they throw, if you throw them off the platform, you win. See, that's cool. <laughs> do, they, do they fall on mats or they just fall on the spikes in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, so much more entertaining if the... Loser just died, I guess. Yeah, but. absolutely. Let's just say it does that. Perfect. Just, that's what happens. Or the platform is like so high in the air, and it's just like you know, it's up in the air, and then you just throw them off, and they just plummet to their death. And, and there is no again. spikes. They're just 
no spikes, but the, it's like a bouncy castle at the bottom. Oh, um, yes. So they just are like perpetually yes. like, oh, I lost, I lost, I lost. Yes. But are the losers really losers if they hit if the they bouncy castle? <laughs> It'd be fun. It'd be a fun yeah, loss. That'd be fun. You know, I mean, I may have lost, but, but, but look at this. Look at this I'm in the castle. ball pit, guys. <laughs> Interesting. I have never, I don't think I've ever watched even a Tai Chi match. I mean, that's really impressive. That's really interesting. Um, so where did it start? Uh, just Tai Chi? Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> we don't really know the root of Shui Zhao, but China has like sort of the longest history through its dynasties. Shui Zhao is uh, Chinese wrestling. It's from 5,000 years ago. From that sprung Kung Fu. Now, I couldn't tell you the beginning of Kung Fu, but from that, uh, three to 500 years ago, sprung t uh, Tai Chi. Chen-style uh, Tai Chi. What happened was there were bandits that were invading uh, the Chen mountain village, and they needed a way to dissuade these bandits and to beat them, push them off the damn hill. So there's the Chen style uh, that sprung from that, and then my style is Yang style, which comes from Yang Lu Chen. Uh, Long Yu Chen, or <laughs> sorry, Yang Lu Chen, uh, he sprung basically the most popular style that I'm aware of, which uh, it's a little bit more combat based. Chen is very low, Yang is very floaty in the way that we move, but there's still the punches and kicks. Oh, okay. Uh, if that makes sense. Uh, so we have Shui Jiao, we have Kung Fu, we have Tai Chi. That's right. the birthing order of oh, things. Okay. okay. Does Tai Chi mean anything specific or is it just... Um, a loose translation because Chinese has just awful English translations. Tai Chi means the grand ultimate. Uh, tai Chi Chuan, which is what I practice and what a lot of people practice, is the grand ultimate fist... Grand Ultimate Fighting, Grand Ultimate Boxing, so many translations. Oh, interesting. Um, basically, big, heavenly, or infinite fighting. Oh, well, that's fair. Sounds horrible. <laughs> it sounds like God fighting, and I fucking love it. Awesome. <laughs> big God fight. God fighting. I like it. Cool. How is it, is, is there a ranking system, like, close to jujitsu, or is it just kind of, like... It's, it's fairly loose. Um, it goes on your hours put into the craft. So you'll start as just a practitioner, senior student, sifu, and then after a long time you attain master. Okay. Cool. That's interesting. So so what's the step? So you're a practitioner and you've got a sifu over you, I would assume, right? Yeah. That'd be okay. So yeah, terms of sifu. So then you're to be senior student class. What's is that a certification or is that a just a? No, it's just you have a guy that is somewhat competent that could teach some things to newer students. So like a like a blue belt, jujitsu. Like a one stripe white belt. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. So not even that far. No, no. You know, a white belt that could teach a, a thing or two to another white then belt. That was a couple of. Okay, so really, senior senior students not even that. It's, it's like, not that deep. It's like six months in. A Sifu is not even like a purple belt. Really? A master is probably more like a purple belt. You have to really put your hours into the craft to be a black belt level. There's there's no measure to a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. It's just not out there. Hmm. Except master of sport, maybe. Okay. World champion something. I mean... Okay. Is there is there a sport <clears throat> aspect of it? Do they practice that a lot? 
or is this was this solely like a like is it practiced now as a sport? I should say. So you know, it probably was back then. Like, but is it like? There is basically like a world championship, okay. but there's really not a lot of local stuff because the Chinese influence over it. For a long time, it was illegal to spar. And, yeah, it was legal to spar. And that's uh, what killed off a lot of the Chinese well, martial well, that arts. That makes sense because it wasn't, um, the, what's her name, Zhang or whatever? She's the, the strawweight champion UFC. She's oh, yeah. Chinese. Yeah. And, and MMA is illegal there. But she's MMA, like, world champion UFC, which is crazy to me. Like, I guess you could do kickboxing and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You just, you're just not allowed to fight in MMA in China or something. It's, it's really one of those unenforceable things. What they really don't want is, who's that guy that went around beating up all the Tai Chi guys? Um, I can't remember the guy's name. There's an MMA fighter. He's very mediocre. He's in China. What they don't want to see, they don't want to see him going around knocking out traditional masters. I gotcha. Because the, the Chinese martial arts in China represent the People's Republic of China. It's a nationalistic situation. Oh, okay, okay. So they, they really don't want young students want, beating masters. Yeah, they don't want to look bad. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Is it, That's so interesting. Is it that guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how to say his name. Xu Xiadong. Okay. Um, so that guy, he's not even really that great. He just went around clobbering guys. Well, I, I remember seeing, because it, it makes you think about like some of those ones, like the, and I know this is not the same thing, but those guys that claim to be no-touch knockout guys. Oh, my God. And then the, the MMA dude beats the fuck out of them. But, like, I know this isn't the same aspect, but, like, I guess if you have the casual, like you said, the people that don't actually, like... Spar, right? Actually spar or know how to fight. They just practice forms. And somebody who does get hit every once in a while and isn't scared of it knocks the fuck out of them, you well, know? My favorite part, because I hate that so much, my favorite part is when they get hit that first time... And they, they get shocked, like, oh, that's not supposed to be possible. That's not supposed to happen. <laughs> and then they get back into their form. They're like, surely my form will carry me through and laid out in seven yeah. seconds. Well, the one guy, the one I watched, the guy actually, like, stood up and, like, tried to, like, smack him back. I'm like, <laughs> that's not your martial art, though. <laughs> well, in that female uh, MMA champion, she never did Chinese martial arts. She did boxing, kickboxing, and wrestling just like everyone else. However, there is a there's a rush uh yeah Russian guy, who is a um, uh, what's it called? It's Chinese kickboxing, um, not lay Thai, but they basically they can take each other down, they can throw each other, they can wrestle, and they can also punch and kick each other, and they can throw each other off platforms. And I can't remember quite what that style is called, but uh, you saw Kung Lee do it okay. uh, for a long time, where he would just like scissor takedown guys oh, in a kickboxing yeah. match, right? Well, there is a, a Russian guy that is practicing that in the UFC, so I'm very interested to see what happens there, see if his, um, if his throws and his kicks and everything come together. Seems like a good way to start an MMA base. Yeah. Well, Kung Lee was a pretty bad dude, too, for a while. I mean, he had a pretty good stint, didn't he? I mean, he, he was old by the time he got to the UFC, for yeah. sure. I mean, if you look at his Strikeforce stuff, I mean... Yeah. Was it Strikeforce or Lead XC? Do you remember? Uh... Might have been lead XC. Shit, I don't know. It's been a hot minute though. Yeah. yeah I say he was. I know he he had a good stint. Just man, I've been with the UFC. Oh, he treated everyone like a bitch though. That was the thing. <laughs> like it was so crazy how dominant he was. When you take somebody who's like levels above somebody, mm-hmm. you you take a a good Tai Chi guy versus somebody who never spars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
push hands will prevail. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Shit. How has it changed or added to like your um, other aspects of your life? Maybe like other martial arts or just general health in general and like. I would say that what it has done it has it's redefined everything I do um, because it's almost like it it's a glue that brought everything together. Like everything was disjointed. It's like okay, I'm gonna punch and kick this guy. Okay, I'm going to change into a wrestler. No. Now it's, I see you. Now it's like fluidity. It's like adding that like Anderson Silva element, even if I'm not good at all, by the way. Yeah. But it's like, okay, I, I see you. you. <laughs> I see what's coming, even if you're going to hit me with it a dozen times, you know. I'm starting to see it, though. <laughs> I, well, I can't see it with my swollen eye, but you know. Yeah. That's Sometimes it's getting your body to react, but if you're, yeah. if you're good at flow. I remember the last like... I think it was the last ego I did. I watched you do a tournament and like, um, like it, yeah, it looked like you didn't give a shit. Like you're just like, oh yeah, eh. and you're you know you were you were hand fighting with the guy. And you're just like, eh, not getting tired, just chilling, like having a good time. And I'm like, oh yeah, he definitely wasn't like that before. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Like you look confident and like, you know, like not that it you know, not that it was an easy thing, but like you weren't like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dying. You were just like chill, like eh. It's a party, yeah. Yeah, we're having a good time, you know. And like, I mean, definitely like compared to like a jujitsu guy who's just trying to grab a key and probably sit his ass or something. Yeah, like tug, tug, push, push. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, does that? Because we did a lot of no gi together. Does that go well in the gi? Against like somebody who maybe does like judo who loves oh. grabbing the gi. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Because um, the thing about jujitsu guys is they get their hand fighting down almost it's like it's a brown belt or something, right? So to have really good, like, decent hand fighting, like, as just a blue belt um, against a judo guy, like, uh, I went with a 220-pound judo guy. Okay. Neither one of us scored. That's a victory for me. Yeah. Because he's far better than I am. You know what I mean? What, uh, what belt in judo? Black belt. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so just a just a victory to um, to practice my skills against someone yeah. like that. Well, and plus you know he's a pretty big guy, you know. So, it's a big guy, yeah. Yeah. So and, and a black belt level. I mean, Keep black belt black belt level in judo is what? How many years? Is it as many as jiu-jitsu typically, or is it? Um, black belt in judo is like you show up two or three times for about an hour uh, in a week, and that goes on for about four years. That's oh, really? that's about an average. Okay. Black belt in jiu-jitsu is very different. Yeah, black belt in jiu-jitsu is seven <laughs> days a time. week, 24 hours a day. You actually don't leave the gym. Yeah, <laughs> you just live at the gym. And it's still and 10 years. <laughs> yep, it's still a good lifetime of your, about forever. And yeah. then, depending on who your coach is, 20. So <laughs> You didn't show up on a Sunday because you wanted to spend it with your family, and you got three people like, why aren't you at the gym? Yeah. Oh, you missed your stripes. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Fuck. All right. <laughs> That's fine. Oh so, are you still doing jujitsu on top of that? Um, it's just a location thing. I'm uh, I'm with one vehicle right now in Columbia City, which is a satellite outside Fort Wayne. So it's difficult to drive thirty minutes when I don't have a vehicle. Yeah. But when I was able to get there, twice a day, you know, three times a day. That's that's what I like. That's what I prefer. Hell yeah. Yeah. I I want I want to go hard. I want to take a few days off. It's that simple. I'm not a guy that wants to be every day, a couple hours a day. I want to go four hours, and then four hours, then I take a couple days off. Four hours, off. completely ruin your body, take a day to mm. relax, 
it doesn't all have to be hard. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what some people don't get. I want to I wanna still be... Tai Chi, a good reason to do it, I can still do it when I'm 80. So I still want to be doing jujitsu when I'm 80. Yeah. yeah. You know? I still want to have that. Yeah, whereas me and Muay Thai, I, I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> not likely. Some of those heavy bags hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not sparring. I literally, like... We were just hitting the bag, and then the next morning, like, my back was, like, twisted and wrenched. <laughs> so, like... That's crazy. Well, we went pretty hard Friday night. Mm-hmm. We did, like, these wheelbarrow things where somebody walked behind you holding your ankles, and you had to, like, crawl and do a bunch of push-ups. Not Muay Thai-related, by the way. It's just a lot of push-ups and running around nonsense. <laughs> really hard. <laughs> well, dude, I, I, uh, I remember uh, one of my first classes in jiu-jitsu, this wrestler picks me up and, like, suplexes me. Not supposed to do that, right? Yeah. And I just roll around, I'm fine. We're good. I remember two days later I sneezed and I threw my back out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Isn't that the craziest thing? Daniel Cornier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did the yeah. same thing. Achoo! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. The, my lower back's a little bit sore right now and I sneezed at one point and I thought I was gonna like twist my back. I was yeah. very serious right now. We did an hour fifteen minutes of hot yoga today and I'm like, <laughs> You tell me sneezing's gonna kill me? Come on. Yeah. I actually was thinking about that in yoga. I was like, dang, I know I'm old when laying on a hardwood floor makes me go, oh, this feels so good. Yeah. Like, when all my my bones are, like, in line and join, oh. Um, All things uh, disclosed, I was in a very bad car accident. Okay. And um, so I was to the point where my left arm was in tingles. Uh, I cried after a couple classes because, like, dudes would just grab my head and I'd collapse. That was wow. that. So I've slept on a floor. For two and a half years, I've slept on the floor. That's amazing. You roll around, you say, oh, this feels good on my organs, yeah. but your neck is going to realign somehow, and it's not going to be surgery. Yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. It's, yeah. it's what you do, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you're right, man. Like, I want to uh, stay around, yeah. Back in February, I broke my shoulder, and I had to like sit upright, and like I couldn't lay down, because everything would hunker down and sink, and mm-hmm. you know, it just... It was an awful experience, and it changes things in your body, too, when you take that kind of a, a blunt force, I should say, you know, because it, it, things don't react the same, so you have to do things like like the push hands and things mm-hmm. like that. You know, like the, doing that one hand, like me and Tim all got together one time, mm-hmm. you know, but it was really fun. We did, we did for like an hour and something, just mm-hmm. like just pushing each other back and forth, just having a good time, joking around. Spotting. Yeah. Off balance. yeah, it was fun. Because yeah. he, I think he had a back issue or something it was keeping him for, or it was a knee issue I think might have been he's, he's got some pretty severe like uh, scoliosis yeah so um, he can touch his toes I can't touch my toes I can put my heels behind my head that dude cannot move any circular direction with his uh, with his legs you know it's the craziest thing but um, he's yeah he's got to change his style up yeah. I changed mine up for injury you know stick around yeah some people just go the same. They break yeah. something, they say, okay, well, I did this right. Yeah. Sometimes you can't, though. <laughs> Maybe if you're, like, a striker, you know? Maybe it's not as easy. But, yeah, like, I mean, on can. the ground, you know? Yeah, you can yeah. change your game, I think, as in jiu-jitsu far. There's so many more options, I guess, in jiu-jitsu to change your game up. Yeah. As opposed to you have, when you're boxing... What else are you gonna do? You have like, two arms. Yeah, you have two if you arms. One, yeah. Guess what? <laughs> you can't start boxing with like your foot. Yeah, or I mean, I guess it's like the same with getting a hard leg kick in a fight. You, you switch to southpaw stance and you you try to go, you know. But yeah, wow. So car accident. How long was that? 
2016 in November. Okay. Oh my gosh, what so, happened? Uh, well, I was just driving back to work from break. Uh, I was on that big 135 road where all those lanes are. Okay. There's a blind left turn in the middle. This lady shot out trying to go into a blind left turn in, in um, 12 o'clock traffic. So it's car to car, bumper to bumper. Oh, yeah. And so she hit me in a T-bone. Mm-hmm. And all things um, honest, I hit the brakes and I, it overcorrected my vehicle. I hit a pole. Um, I remember it was like 60 miles an hour, 50 miles an hour into this pole. And I remember as I'm traveling toward this pole, I'm like... Okay, it's been a good 24 years. Like, oh. probably gonna die. I go, boom! And I expect to be unconscious at least. Still, what? What just happened? I feel fine. I feel great. <laughs> I remember taking my seatbelt off and tearing up a little bit that I had told my fucking vehicle. Yeah. I called my boss. I was like, hey, I'm gonna be a little late back to work. And I showed him the, the picture. I went back to work. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, I feel fine. About 20, 30 minutes later, I go, oh my god, I gotta go home. <laughs> my back, my back. Uh, my neck, my back, my neck, my back. Yeah, but, um, shit, man. Well, that's, yeah. That but, adrenaline rush really wears off. So, and like, like oh, 30 shit. miles an hour hitting a pole is fast as fuck. So, faster than that is, like, yeah. So, like, yeah. when you're alive, that's yeah, no crazy. Shit. Wear your seatbelts. Yeah. yeah, no shit. Yeah, fuck, man. Uh, I'm not a religious man, by any means. Uh, nor am I going to become one anytime soon, <laughs> but crazy shit happens, so yeah. teach yeah. their own. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I'm glad you're here, because fuck. Yeah. Oh my god. That's crazy, so yeah. Um, I've got I've got almost full use of everything, but I've had to change it so that no one can collar tie me, so I never get underneath someone's body weight, so no one can guillotine me. Those are, like, if you do that, you probably won the match. Yeah. It's that simple. So then the Tai Chi really helps because it's a lot of, it's not so much getting under people with their legs, mm-hmm. more so as it's, okay, because in, in, in Muay Thai, a lot of the, because there's throws in Muay Thai too, mm-hmm. so to speak, so a lot of them are all waist up mm-hmm. kind of thing, so it just depends on what tournament you do, what, what they allow you to do, because the last tournament we did, they are like, well, no body locks, I'm like, get the fuck out of here, I'm short guy, that's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> I know, they took that away from me and I was just like, oh, well. It's so dumb. Yeah, they they do the uh, Olympic scoring, so the way they score is different, you know, which, which fine. For the most part, it was, you know, it was punch, kick, elbow, knee, you know, just certain things. You couldn't do, like, door stoppers, so you could, like, kick the foot. You know, you had to, like, be, like, kicking, and if they dropped off of that or something, okay. That should not be the case. But, you know, again, you know. Is it 2024? Is that when it, uh, when it does, uh, when they do the Olympic trials for that? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. I was pretty sure it wasn't 2020. I was pretty sure it was 2024 is when they're going to start experimenting with Muay Thai. It's an experimental situation because surely everyone will die. I mean, honestly. Well, this tournament, I mean, it was pretty... uh, The only time they didn't do headgear or shin pads was Mm A-class championship fight. A-class is 13 and up fights, so it could be a guy with 13 fights fighting a guy with 40 fights. And... um, so my buddy Vaughn, he got a guy who had like God, he had like fifty fights or something crazy. Vaughn's got like fourteen, you know. Which Vaughn, he's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so like you just don't know who you're gonna get. But in 
but everything else prior to that, C class, they don't let you do elbows. B and A class, on up to that, though, you do elbows, you wear shin pads, you wear headgear. So it's like, you know, boxing for Olympics, they wear headgear, right? So, I mean, it's kind of the same idea. It's like you're, you're wearing essentially a big old pillow on your head. You get the elbow pads, you get the shin pads. Like, what else do you going to You know, there's some, I know some, there's some uh, states that make you wear shin pads when you do MMA. So. It's, it's really... I understand shin pads to a degree, but anytime you add fluff to someone, like that, that's almost even more dangerous. So you put headgear on someone, when you get hit in the head, you feel safer, don't you? Yeah. When you get nicked on the headgear, it shakes your head. Yeah. That, is that good for your brain? No. I mean... Scrambled eggs. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, you definitely feel like... Well, it's like football players. They tackle head first. Mm-hmm. They feel like, okay, well, I'm protected. There's a big old shell on it. How many have a CTE? <laughs> you know? So, so I, yeah, I get you on that. So, so push hands. So, you said there was like a, there is a striking aspect to that. There is a free fighting. Okay. Um, but it's almost non existent. Okay. It's just really dead. And, you know, if someone out there knows more than I know, like, correct me, but I'm yeah, pretty that, sure free fighting is dead. That's a challenge for anybody yeah. listening. <laughs> There's, um,. <laughs> Sanda is the one I was thinking about before, or Sanshao, as okay. some people might know it. Um, that can be considered the free fighting. Okay. Um, but it's almost completely separate anymore. And Sanda is its own sport. It's almost... Push hands is its own sport in the true push hands competitions. It's not like the guys practice Tai Chi on it by the river every day. No, they just learned how to kickbox within the rule set. I watched... Um... Or, uh, sorry, they learned how to... Basically, wrestle within the rule set. Sorry. Okay. So I watched. Uh, wasn't wasn't Human Weapon? It was. Um, oh, what's the other one that had? Um, Fight Quest. Yeah, Fight Quest. They sure. did. They did uh, Kung Fu on that, and when they sparred at the end, it was kickboxing. Yeah. <laughs> so like, because they they showed like a lot of the stuff that they did, like with the monks and everything else like that. But then they're like, but essentially, you know, especially when they showed, um, not Doug, uh, Jimmy. And they showed Jimmy because he was a pro MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. And when they showed him hit the bag, they were like, "Oh shit, he can do things." Because yeah. it was kickboxing. It was essentially the same, same thing, just you know, with a little bit different things, a little bit different um, history behind it, I should say. I mean, what's the history of kickboxing? You know, I don't. What could, is? Yeah, what is tell it? You, it's it's boxing with kicks. <laughs> you know. So what what came from that? You know, who originated kickboxing? Well, maybe that was. I don't know if it was started out with kung fu and then people just branched off from that or you know but i know like the, the whole symbolism behind the kung fu and the things that they did like they were protecting like they were essentially just protecting motherland where they lived mm-hmm. you know their temple and everything and like it was spiritual too it was a big yeah almost religious thing for them super cool you know i i fucking love the fight quest i, I have that whole series i watched it like 30 times yeah <laughs> was it 2007 yeah. That was a good year. Discovery Channel. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Human Weapon was another good one. They were on um, History Channel. And that was a fun one, too. I think Jason Chambers now follows me on Instagram, so Ooh, holla. You're famous now. Yeah, pretty much. He's, <laughs> he was pretty cool, because uh, him, and, him and Jimmy actually fought mm-hmm. in an MMA fight. Um, I never watched it. I need to watch Who it. Who won? Jimmy beat him. But Jimmy, he was a... Uh, so much for your human weapon. Bye, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Who's a human weapon now? <laughs> well, I, I follow um, Doug. 
uh, Doug Anderson, who was in Fight Quest. I follow him on Instagram. He's a tattoo guy. Okay. And he does all sorts of wild tattoos. And, like, every once in a while, he, like, likes a post I posted on his shit. So, I mean, I'm kind of, like... Famous. I get it. Don't rub it in. I'm kind of, like, getting up there, you know? In years, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Is there any... um, I, I should say, like, is there any, like, Tai Chi practitioners now that are... I mean, I anymore it, it's easier to get famous or well known, I should say. Okay. Because, um, like, you know, I literally I listen to I I I'm, everybody listens to, a lot of people listen to Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. and he always talks about he always brings in different people. Mm-hmm. He brought in that like David LeDuc who did Leftway. No one knew what the fuck Leftway was. Leftway is the shit. It's fucking cool, right? It's headbutt, cool. headbutt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Art of Nine Limbs. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah. I heard about it because one of our, our friend Vaughn, he's from Burma. Okay. So he knew about like he knew about all that, and he told me about Moy Moran and all that different stuff. He's like, "Yeah, I want to try Leftway," and I'm like, "All right, well, you're fucking nuts," because mm-hmm. I see what happens to people's knuckles when they punch a fucking skull with no pad. <laughs> you know, you know, but, it, it's almost better. Like if we were gonna fight bare knuckle, and you'd beat my ass, but it's almost better to palm them. Like yeah. there's still a bone right here, and you're not gonna break. Well, all these frail bones. Boss Rutten used to open palm yeah. people's face unconscious when, he, when uh, the shoot fighting and, and or the um, um, pancreation and shit. Yeah, pancreation. That's what they all did. They would just like smack each other, and you watch them all. They're just beating each other around, mm-hmm. smacking them silly. It's like the Stockton slap a hundred times. <laughs> shoot in the uh, EBI. Didn't someone get knocked out yet? I, th- I thought someone got knocked out with an, uh, a, like an actual palm to the ear. Did they really? I'm pretty damn sure. Oh shit. Combat jujitsu, at the very least, I know for a fact someone got knocked out in the match, and it's like, all right, this is real now. Yeah, it's... this isn't just men slapping each other because it's funny, you know. <laughs> yeah, so so there is some people that are like, do they have like an Instagram page, or is it just somebody you might find on YouTube? Uh, somebody else recorded them. You know, no one comes to mind. Quite honestly, there's no one that comes to mind, and I've watched the competitions and everything. Um, there's a guy, uh, maybe you could look this up. There's a guy who's a, a black belt jujitsu practitioner now who was a push hands champion. Wilbur. Oh no. Don't be a dick, Wilbur. I think he just doesn't like being touched on the back. He doesn't like anything or anyone, and he just sits around and, and judges everyone. Don't let that be a bad measure of cats. Um, my wife's cat will not leave her alone, chases her to the bathroom, and sits on her chest and licks her face and just meows at her. And that's how the evenings are spent. <laughs> now, unfortunately, my other kitty cat is um, came out special. She had a gimpy paw. Aww. And uh, th- uh, th- everyone told us, Ampu- uh, amputate the paw, amputate the paw, because it's going to get an infection. And instead, we stretched it out, and she did some cat things. But she can't see motion, like a T-Rex. Oh. She's got a she's got a few things wrong. She has seizures. Aww. So she takes a uh, seizure medicine. Yeah. Wilbur's had seizures, but he had them. Um, he would have like one every two months. Mm-hmm. I called the vet. She was like, "Well, you can put him on medication. It probably won't help him. It's just kitty epilepsy, more than likely." Okay. And I was like, "Oh, that sucks." She's like, "Well, it's not hurting him." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I mean, if it's not hurting him, but then I changed his food from like shitty like Walmart brand mm-hmm. to like just like a decent like protein rich." good nutrients now it's every like five six months wow wow diet <laughs> that's that's just, good just advice. like humans yeah just like humans animals need good food too we definitely have contemplated giving him like kitty cbd before but we yeah. haven't yet but i heard it's good for but then he would be like a bro 
And I don't know if I want... <laughs> He'd probably have his own podcast. <laughs> he would go on Joe Rogan his and own talk cat about cast. these amazing things. Well, well, Joe Rogan has had his dog, Marshall Rogan, on the podcast. Sweet. So, well, he has a picture of him, like, with Marshall with the head, <laughs> the headset on. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. It's the best. But have you done DMT? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Joe Rogan would, would get... Let me ask you this. Who wins in a fight? <laughs> it was like, I'm pretty sure I'd fuck everyone up. <laughs> I don't want to because I'm, I'm kind of busy that day. Like, well, I didn't say a day. I'm just, I just can't right now. It's just not. <laughs> Take a nap. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. So. Did you find uh, Josh Weitzel? Did you find him? Uh, I forget. The something bull. Josh Weitzel. He's this, uh, he's like a genius. Oh, is it Joshua Whiteskin? Oh, Whiteskin. Yeah, he's the uh, the buffalo. And you okay. can look up the 2004 Push Hands World Champion. Um, what happened is he's kind of like a genius, and he was a good Push Hands practitioner, like one of the best. Won a world title. Wrote a couple books on how to learn better. Like, uh, you all these videos. Learn better just in it's, general. Yeah, let me, uh... Let me let me do the white skin book real quick. Stop eating your foot. You did that last night. That was weird. I think it's the art of learning is what it's called. But let me just yeah, the art of learning by Josh Whiteskin. I feel like okay. I've heard of that for sure. It's a it's a book just all about like how can we manage to learn better faster, and uh, he right now he's a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt at Henzo's. Okay. I have heard about this guy. Yeah, I've, I I think I've heard of that book before. It sounds real. F- I, the cover looks really mm-hmm. familiar. Well, t- uh, Tim was passing it around a bunch because you know we got to have someone, right? Yeah, you give us someone. Some sort of... You got to have a guy. So it's it's amazing that like the art of the internet and and how Google knows everything and like you know how come nobody knows about this? Especially yeah. when martial arts is so big right now. Yeah, there's just there's so much out there, and but the. The thing about mixed martial arts that's fun for me is now that everyone's actually competent, you start seeing more taekwondo and karate and all these old like discarded arts. It's always fun for me to see a taekwondo kick to the face from yeah. a guy who's like a champion. Yeah, mm-hmm. Stephen Thompson. Oh man, that he's guy's awesome. Savage. He's so awesome. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, I like watching him. Um, see, so he's a little. Unfamiliar. You like watching Zabit? I'm sorry. Zabit. Russian, he's a oh. featherweight. Oh, he just yeah. fought last weekend. That's the guy. That's the guy. That's the Sonda guy. Yeah. Zabit, yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. And it's 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 like all these new age martial arts, and is it really new, or is it just a bunch of old shit that's like resurfacing like bell-bottom jeans? <laughs> maybe maybe all we needed was a forum to keep that shit real. Maybe that's yeah. all we needed in the end, you know? And some martial arts kept it real, and some didn't, and now some get to. Yeah, because well, cause in the way I look at like martial arts, it's like you take... Because some of it... it you know, forms and stuff aside, like, I'm not going to go coddle somebody to death. But you kind of take, like, what works. You take bits and pieces of what works for you, and that kind of molds you as a fighter. Yeah. So, you know, maybe I'm really good at half guard, but I'm also really good at flying knees, and I'm also mm-hmm. really good at push hands. And, and, I, and I take that to, you know, whatever my game plan is, and that's what I try to work, or whatever. You know, I mean, not necessarily in that order, but, like, it's, you know... Well, I, w- I wish people would take that methodology because the the problem is um, a lot of people just they say okay coach taught me this we're gonna run the combinations 
Well, if it doesn't work for you, if you're a guy like me with short arms, as maybe these longer running the pattern situations aren't going to work for you. Yeah. Maybe you need to really get in there, you know? Yeah. And that's true, like, because, I mean, like, I know, like, me and triangle chokes is not the greatest of friends, mm-hmm. you know, because I just have short legs. I can get them, mm-hmm. but it's harder for me to get them, so I'll, I'll switch to La Plata, mm-hmm. which not everybody knows what the fuck we're talking about. But that's kind of like, you know, you kind of just take what works for you, and sometimes it's bits and pieces of... I don't know, I think, I think a true mixed martial artist doesn't say, I am this and I am this. And they say, I practice this, I practice this, but I also take pieces of this, I take pieces of that. Because all this is fantastic shit. I throw spinning back kicks and shit like that, like to the stomach and stuff a lot. Just because I think, you know, even though it's not really a Muay Thai thing, I think that some of those Taekwondo kicks and shit like that work really well. And I've seen them displayed. If you know how to do it, you know how to time it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a game changer, you know, for somebody who doesn't know a thing. I have I have a, a guy who I sparred with. He's a Kyokushin black belt, and he's fifty. Okay. He's been a black belt since he's sixteen. So like, he gives me all sorts of trouble when we spar because he's just, you know, Muay Thai guys are square. Mm-hmm. He's center line. Yeah. Yeah, and he throws a lot of straight kicks down the middle, which I don't do that unless it's somebody coming forward and I'm trying to push kick or something. So it's it's it, I don't know. My left cross is my favorite weapon. I'm right-handed. Okay. It's so like throwing it. Do you... Changes the angle. In, in Tai Chi, is it more of a... Is it kind of a wrestler stance? Do you have to sit low, or was it... it there's something very unique when you go into push hands, okay. which is that you tuck your tailbone forward. Um, so we're very similar to a boxer or a mixed martial arts stance, where you're at that, uh, was it, 45, I want to call it? Okay. But you sink in. You sink your weight in and you push your ass forward. And what that allows you to do is uh, straighten your spine. Okay. Um, if you watch Kevin Randleman, um, he's almost the opposite. He's like this, and he generates a lot of power, but you can easily throw someone who's that far forward. Uh, you tuck your butt in, then your legs can truly support your whole body. So if you shift your legs, you're shifting your whole body. Okay, so um, is it, um, if you're right-handed, are you gonna stand right foot forward or is this a squared off stance where you're more uh, I would say mostly everything's right foot forward okay um which is why you like the left cross oh I love it I learned basically I learned how to fight softball okay if, here's the deal if you were to draw a line in your stance if you were to draw a line where your heels come to an angle right so this is your angle behind your heels okay if I push you that way there's nothing you can do to stop it because that's physics right okay. So if you learn to push someone that way, then you'll learn to drop people with your fist. Okay. Because of what's a punch but a push? Yeah. One-handed push. It's the harder push. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we don't have to fuck each other up. That's yeah. the magic part. We get to spar and without fear, without apprehension. You don't without... walk out of there with a, a swollen leg. Yeah. Or... You, maybe a swollen ass. I don't know. Yeah. Do it on a mat. Is that a thing? <laughs> that happens? I don't know. My ass is so swollen. You beat me up. Look, I got, I got the tiniest white boy ass you've ever seen. Never been swollen, so maybe not. Maybe <laughs> I'm maybe I'm making it up. It's not just squats. But yeah, you, if you learn to push from all the right angles and dominate someone that way on their heels, 
a fist will yeah. suffice. That's why you like, okay, because that, that's what I want to ask you, so your left cross, I'm like, you're yeah. right guy, so, because like me, I, I started out striking, okay. so when I wrestle, I wrestle left foot forward, mm-hmm. and that kind of fucks people up, so like, mm-hmm. how do I fucking wrestle this guy, you know, but it's the same thing with striking, if I get a southpaw guy, and I'm like, well, I can, Shit. I know what to do, <laughs> I, I know I, I've sparred enough people Southpaw guy stuff. I got more of an inclination what to do, but when it first happened, I was like, "Why are you standing funny?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my my favorite thing. Southpaw has all the advantages. If even if you're right-handed, you learn how to use your left. It's beautiful because of the liver kick. If nothing else, yeah, nothing else in the whole world. The liver kick's magic. I mean, oh yeah, the liver kick. The one was Jeremy Stevens when he got uh, uppercut like like right in the liver, and this uh, Jose Aldo. Oh yeah, yeah, you that was see, a left hand. Yeah, you see him like. Fine, and then his face goes to complete wincing, and he drops flat after two seconds. <laughs> that happened to me at the gym. I was uh, going up against the karate guy who stood southpaw. I was standing orthodox, and he did a snap kick. I was like, all right, motherfucker, all right. And I go, <gasps> and I'm backing up, and I think I can still stand. And he literally comes and double underhooks me against the map, uh, the wall, and he says, breathe, breathe. <laughs> Like, oh. I can't breathe. I'm glad he knew what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and he did double underhook and then take you down to the mat. And I know. Shit I <laughs> hey, look, breathe. What? <laughs> I, I stood mighty for like at least three or four seconds before I backed up and almost died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That, oh, it hurt. that kick is. Mm. Yeah, I think I watched someone go down at Muay Thai with the little kick, and I was like, "Oh my God, they killed him!" I was so nervous. It's it's the most beautiful thing in all the sports. So if you watch Mexicans, uh, Mexican style fighters, and they land that that Mexican left hook, that short left hook to the body. Oh my God, I love that. That's like my favorite thing. Is those like body style fighters that just land. Ah. Yeah, and most like uh, the Mexican boxers walk forward, beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, they bob and weave. A little bit. <laughs> That's interesting, yeah. There's nothing more rewarding than just watching the life come out of someone's eyes while they're still conscious. Well, come on. as long as you were the one who did it, right. and you're not the one getting it done to them. Dick kick. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a few times, I mean, that happens every once in a while. I... I, I, I the last time I did it some at the gym, I felt pretty bad because, like, he was, um, whenever he would miss a kick, yeah. he'd go for a straight side kick. Okay. And so he would miss, and I'd dip back, mm-hmm. and normally, I would, like, come back with, like, a high kick or something, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm like, well, we're smart. I don't want to, like, punch it, kick him in the face, or at least not hard, so I just kind of went and threw it low, well, he stopped, posted, so I... Oh, shit. Right in the bag. Right in the sack. And uh, he dropped because he wasn't wearing a cup. And I was like, come on, buddy. Why weren't you wearing a cup? At least a plastic one. Jesus. Yeah. So. <laughs> Didn't even have a spider guard. No. So, yeah. That's cool. So, what, um, how long did you, so you say so you did judo as well? Uh, my judo stint was pretty short because I, uh, I had broken, so I was doing, a. Uh, you could only find judo in Fort Wayne. You, okay. you couldn't find Brazilian jiu-jitsu back in 2008, 2009, which is why I was looking to become the next UFC champion. Oh, okay. Of course. Yeah, fair, um, fair. And so I go in thinking I'm a beastly wrestler, even though I wasn't that either. And I did judo. I did some Muay Thai. I did some MMA. Uh, I ended up breaking my left elbow, oh. and I was still going to fight. Um, I had a fight scheduled for the next week. And then an old man came in who was visiting a black belt, 
and we did a randori, which is a judo sparring session. Okay. And he threw me, and my left toes touched my left calf, and basically broke my ankle. So uh, that was only four, four or five months of that, at okay. most. Um. So it was short lived. So, but I had experience. So you retained a lot, is what you're trying to say. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm not a thrower. I'm just yeah. not a thrower. I don't want to turn my butt to you. Um, however, I'm, this is where Tai Chi really helped is, okay, I have the judo experience to defend you. Let's yeah. trip. You know, let's trip you. Let's at least keep my ass from breaking my ankle again. Yeah. Fair. Fair. So. So are you... So I guess if there's not many actual competitions, Tai Chi-wise, I guess that's something you're wanting to do. Like, I mean, I, I'm assuming you would have to travel because there's none in Indiana. So... You know, it's it's always a money thing. Yeah. Um, I'm confident, completely confident. I would do very well in push hands because people just don't they don't pra- they don't go against Aaron Johnson. They don't go against these, these hardcore wrestlers. These Jake Hockenberries. I'm gonna toss names up. Um, yeah, that's fair. Look them up. All awesome guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't go against or they don't go against you know world champion wrestlers and stuff. And you need that experience to to be a hardened um, push hands guy, and. To be quite honest, against the guys who are the professional push hand guys, I'm the one that's looser. So I don't know if I would just get trucked by one of those hard guys. I don't know about that, but I know that I would do well in competition. Okay. I mean, if we were in, in the entire spectrum of push hands people, I'm there. But there's a, a rough spot at the top yeah. 10, 15, 20%. Okay. And they're all Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> So probably it would have to be one of those things where you probably have to go to like China or something. There, there's um, there's an interesting cat. His name's uh, Lavelle Shaolin Marshall, and he does Shui Jiao, and that's that's what he does. It's uh, Chinese um, judo and and wrestling and all that. Well, he's uh, a German-born American citizen, right? Okay. And he just he's he moved to China, and he did uh, a bunch of Chinese wrestling, and he's like this Shui Jiao badass, and he's just living the life. I couldn't tell you how jealous I am. To go to the heartland to learn uh, a Chinese sport like that. Yeah, that's that's where I would find my home. We want to go to Thailand and train, and I'd like to fight in Thailand. Just to <clears throat> thank you. More so, just because I just I think yeah, it would be the the pinnacle of the sport you love. You know, getting to do you know getting to getting to train there, getting to fight there. You know, I I think it'd be super cool. Yeah, yeah, and it it could be affordable too. I don't know. A lot yeah, of guys I go over there. I heard it's pretty affordable. I think once the, you get there, I think yeah, getting there is the, the hardest plane part. plane tickets are a couple of G's, but then once you get there, everything's very cheap. Yeah. S- speaking of my boy Leodo, um, karate practitioner, right? Mm. Guess where he spent a couple stints? Thailand. Yeah. How do you defend against uh, leg kicks? How do you defend against elbows? Do you learn them? Yeah. Yeah. You don't that's, just yeah. do karate. That's, that's me in leg entanglements in jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have short legs, so I don't attack the feet very often, but... I need to know how to defend them. And certain like, good people, like Thursday, Eric Board caught me, mm-hmm. caught both my legs. Name drop. Hola, <laughs> that time BJJ right down the road from me. Go, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, he caught both my legs. I'm yeah. Like, I mean, he's, like I said, there's there's levels. <laughs> one, one leg, you panic. Two legs, you panic. Yeah. <laughs> you panic a lot. You panic, but you panic on your back or on your butt. Yeah. So, but yeah. So I mean, I've gotten better as far as like 
especially people that are like just starting out and around more the level I am as far as leg entanglements mm-hmm. go. Obviously, he's thirty steps above me. If I mean, mm-hmm. probably more than that. It's con- yeah, conservative estimate, right? Yeah, he has a killer. Yeah, so. But, yeah, how do you get better at stuff that you're not good at you go train it? Yeah. You know, I'm a firm believer in that, especially, like, you know, Tim was beating me up with push hands. So I'm like, okay, well, show me what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. it makes sense. Um, Nick Diaz quote, don't be a bitch, homie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah, don't be scared, homie. Yeah. <laughs> Name drop. We don't know Nick Diaz, disclaimer. But, well, her, so another funny thing is her cousin, Blaine, fought Nick Diaz years ago. That's years awesome. years ago because he went to Thailand okay. and uh, he got to train in Thailand for I forget how long he said he got to train but like but years ago before UFC was a thing it was like a ring that was like raised way up mm-hmm. yeah so like I feel like it was almost push handed because you get knocked off you're probably <laughs> going to die you know? right. there were <laughs> but, no spikes but, but you know uh, Jiu Jitsu wasn't big like it is now but uh, yeah, yeah, he had to fight Nick Diaz I'm like that's fucking cool is dude. that the match we watched yeah that's the yeah, one that watched, was yeah fun. It's pretty dope. So, I, I gotta be real. Um, I like to think of myself as a sophisticated person. Um, I love this bare-knuckle boxing championship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my lord. It's so brutal. <laughs> well, and the thing is, it's uh, so boxing is very conservative rule-wise. They can throw each other around. They can clinch up. It's basically like everything a casual, casual would want to see all the blood. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah, all um, the blood. Well, and then you got guys like Artem Lobov, who was terrible in UFC. Yeah. He's a savage. Yeah. But he's he's murking like like Polly. Yeah. He beat the fuck out of Polly. I thought Polly was gonna win that. That's what I There's thought. There's no way, right? You're talking about you're talking about what, a three time champion pro of boxing, boxer. pro boxing pro boxer. versus a mediocre record, if not a losing record, mixed martial arts fighter. Yeah. And that you wouldn't think had any kind of hands or anything on him and beat the piss out of Polly. Well, he trains with a striking god, Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Loose term. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think the crossover shit's interesting when you do things like that. Like, I wonder, like, I don't know, maybe... Like, how, like if what... Um, if you took a Tai Chi guy that maybe decided he wanted to do, like... Maybe decided he wanted to learn jiu-jitsu. Because mm-hmm. they do some striking. Like, how do you think, like, comparatively, if, let's just say he got to, like, purple belt level jiu-jitsu and wanted to do, maybe not even the highest level of MMA, just wanted to do MMA. Like, well, do you think it would fare compared to, like, somebody who's a, just a decent all-around wrestler or jiu-jitsu guy, Muay Thai guy, maybe? It, it is always up to the, the person themselves, how mentally yeah. strong are they, blah, blah. But I'll tell you this. Um... I had a push hands guy come in, white belt, didn't really ever do anything, and I gave him a soft hand, and the guy smashed me. So you think about a guy like that who got his blue belt, purple belt, mm-hmm. something like that, the guy already knows how to hand fight and how to smash, and and how to negate shit. So like you come charging at him, you might get more tired than he is. Yeah. So uh, I, I think that person would fare very well. Okay. If they're not going to break psychologically. Yeah. Which, yeah. I think stylistically, knowing all that shit yeah. is very valuable. That's what I, I mean, because yeah, there's no way to compare. I mean, you can take, you know, anybody who's, like, real mentally tough mm-hmm. and you just take abuse um, versus somebody who doesn't. And then, yeah, it's, it's a different different story. But, yeah, I, it just, yeah, it, I I mean, every martial art fascinates me. And I give them all the, 
the benefit of the doubt of well, there's there's something in that aspect that works. I uh, I grappled with a guy named Brandon Sieg. Okay. Um, he is a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and uh, like a master or something at push hands. And uh, I thought, you know, this guy's a geezer. I'm just gonna blow through him. Like I'm just gonna be aggressive as hell, you know. And this is me, like with my current skill set. I don't want to be underneath him anymore. Like yeah. this guy just pushed me over. Like, it was nothing, and just crushed me. I felt like a, you know, child. <laughs> oh, man, I feel you. We, so, at least there's one example. Yeah. You know, that I've ever met. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, well, we're heading on, like, almost an hour. Okay. We're trying to do, like, a hard stop, because last night we ran over, like, 25 minutes. We're like, fuck, I gotta edit the shit out of this. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you got a long drive home. So, what, uh... We can find you on Instagram. Are you on Instagram or are you just on Facebook? Roadhouse Sean. Roadhouse Sean on both. Uh, I'm Sean Roadhouse on Facebook. Roadhouse Sean on Instagram. I don't know why they flip the names, but okay, maybe there is. Maybe there can only be one Sean Roadhouse, and you oh. were not him. <laughs> Sadly enough. <laughs> so maybe, if you want to find out some cool Tai Chi shit or some, um, he's got a very excellent. He's a very excellent meme connoisseur. Ooh, I love my memes. Uh, yes. <laughs> if you uh, yes. if you love shit posting, <laughs> if you're not soft, if you're not soft, if you can let things roll off your shoulders, so you I will allow you to be my friend. Chances yeah. are, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know Sarah and I. You can probably hang with the memes. I'm just letting you know ahead of time. It's funny it's as fuck, and I really enjoy it. Like kittens, atheism. Hell yeah. 9-11. It's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And Conspiracy sometimes theories. all three in one meme. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, sure How did that, that cat fly that plane? <laughs> How did he? God doesn't know. We are not. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> all right. Well, well thank you so much. All right. Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm happy to be part of this whole thing. And, hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. Well, thanks for tuning folks. in, everybody.